Hey, hey, RJ, how you doing, man? Oh, you were too early. <laughs> oh, I, just, oh I thought I, I looked down. We're I still thought still counting down. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna reset so I can just cut okay. all this out. Yeah, this will this will just go in the in the in the intro. All right. <laughs> yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Penalty Loop Podcast, a podcast about biathlon by Jordan Gottschalk from Penalty Loop and a regular guest, RJ Weiss from Biathlon Analytics. Hey, RJ, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> Take two. I'm doing fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's so, it feels good to be back live on the, on the biathlon there. Yeah, and, uh, and absolutely. We have and real races. There's to, part of me that at. still feels a bit caught off guard, even though you know we've been counting down the days. But then, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was exciting to watch. And I must admit, I I watched what I watched uh, mostly on my phone in bed because these uh, non uh, North America unfriendly times is uh, is definitely yeah. something that uh, maybe yeah. now that Max Cobb is on the IBU board. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can uh, promote the uh, the later races sometimes. Like I get it for for snow and, and weather conditions, they probably want to start early. But I also think of of um, Schalke, that event that they have around Christmas, yeah. where they do mm-hmm. the races in the evening. And I'm like, you know, even if you just do one or two races later in the day, so that people in North America can actually watch them live. And yeah, absolutely. Replays are nice, but it's still not the same. And it, I still want to know the result when it's done or when I when I wake up in the morning. So, yeah. If I if I remember right, the last weekend or so of the of the season, they usually have later races, and and I know mm. that has to do with the sunlight and blah blah blah. But um, it is definitely feasible for them to do it. So it's just a matter of them choosing to do it. Because I, I, I would like you said, I, w- I would love to be able to see all of their races live when they happen. But if they're, I mean, they're even way earlier for you. But when they're at, you know, five five thirty in the morning. I'm just not going to be able to happen. Partially because by you know, if it's a work day, six o'clock, I got to be, mm-hmm. I got to be moving. You know, yeah, you know, no, sit, sitting in front work, of a TV right? is not going to happen. You know, right? So um, yeah, and I mean, uh, the, the the earliest this weekend was like two forty five in the morning, and you know, we were pretty crazy when we got up uh, for the Olympics, <laughs> but. Like we'll, you said, we'll do that if, you, for the if you got to work the next or the same day, then that's yeah. just not gonna. But also, no. like, I, there's so many probably reasons why they have the times they have. But I do think there's, you know, they could do it at four o'clock, which is still a good time for people mm-hmm. there when they come out of work, and in the weekend it's in the afternoon where it would still be feasible for people in North America too. But uh, yeah, I you guess, could wake up and and have. You wouldn't have to be waking up at five thirty. You could wake up at you know, yeah, seven, and have plenty of time to to see it. But, but I don't think the popularity of biathlon in North America is the main priority for the IBU. But no, no, <laughs> <laughs> not yet. <laughs> no, no. But um, and, yeah, that was the other thing. Like it also is so dark in uh, Contealati, right? Because the, the oh gosh, the latitude. Yeah. So even I, that is not really a reason. That mm. they have it at the time because I mean mo- no, they're, they're mostly... all racing in the dark. Yeah, and and lit. But anyway, I'll let that go. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, speaking of races, 
did you want to just do a, a, a quick chat about what we actually saw this weekend? Yeah, sure. Yodley! Overview of the week. And uh, we'll, you know, we'll probably chat mostly about just the things that uh, yeah. stood out to us. Um, yep. I'm assuming if people listen to this podcast, they've probably seen or at least went through the results already. So mm-hmm. um, yep. no need to and regurgitate it, and, that. But <laughs> yeah, there, are, there are a few results I might point out just because they were yeah, sure. uh, important to me. But um, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I wonder which one that is. <laughs> no, could be. I will could be say more. though, like before we start that, is there is there one thing that stands out to you? If I say one thing that that comes up in your mind right away about the weekend? Yeah. So uh, that good. That's a good question. And and the one thing that stood out for me was that the women's races were much more entertaining than I thought they were going to be because I we talked mm. so we, we being the the broad we the biathlon community about you know with the 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 sort of turbulence in the Norwegian women that Elvira was just going to come in and and dominate and mm. and she raced very well but it, she certainly was not dominant and you saw a lot of other uh, women have great races and I thought that was mm-hmm. like I said more entertaining than I was anticipating yeah yeah no, for, yeah, for me, um, as much as I I was uh, happy and impressed with uh, Emma Lunder, the the first thing that really came up in my head is the return of the normal Vitazzi. Mm-hmm. I'm just really thrilled for her, and um, I was a bit well as as she and her team and many other people were like, what if she you know starts off the wrong way and. Is that mm-hmm. basically the end of? Because I mean, that could affect her season so badly, and that could affect her career so badly, right? So, yeah. I was just really thrilled to uh, to see her at her normal form, and you know, doing quite well, maybe even better than expected. So, yeah, I would that say was better than the expected, one thing you know, that uh, that stood out to me. We're in the yellow jersey after week one. I think that's uh, yeah. We're gonna call that a win. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, yeah, you actually you mentioned in the. I don't remember if, if this is the most recent podcast or it's something we had just talked about offline, but, um, you know, watching her very first prone shooting and how that could sort of set the, the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the tone for the rest of the weekend, the rest of the season. And, and if I remember right, she actually missed her first prone shot. And I, I remember seeing it and I was like, Oh no, you know, here we go. But yeah, you know, it actually it didn't affect her at all, which is sort of the most amazing part is that she yeah. had the miss and then just kept rolling. Yeah, I'm just uh, quickly trying to see. So she missed her, yeah, first shot in the middle. Oh, I wonder if she changed her, uh, oh, no. No, it was her third shot, I suppose. Third shot, okay. Yeah, yeah sorry. Oh, it's funny. She uh, she shoots the same direction as I do, prone right to left and standing left to right. But I think that's also fairly common. But uh, anyway, I digress, but. We're going yeah, to come back so, to that. Uh, hey, so we're going to come back to that because I think that's that's in, that's interesting, and I and I, I I will hold that question for later. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, that's a, that was a good question. It's kind of a good way to to, to start us off. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I think that was uh, kind of the big thing. Uh, you know, without without running through um, all of the individual um, races, uh, I think that not surprisingly, I think the the individual races had sort of a, a, a different looking um, 
top 10 than the sprints mm-hmm. and pursuits. And that's obviously because sprints and pursuits are sort of, they're attached to the hip. But I also think individual races sort of lend themselves to sort of seeing some weird, weird results. Um, but uh, my, you know, if, if we were to look at the men and say, what is our, our one big takeaway? It's that Norwegian men uh, had a, had a great, start to the season i don't know mm-hmm. uh, maybe, maybe that was just me but you know without having seen the races live and, and knowing the results after i started watching uh you know jt bowen and lagride uh you know one two in the sprint one two in the pursuit and then the norwegian men having a pretty pretty relatively easy goal of it in the yeah. relay at uh yeah and i'll be the first to admit that in earlier podcasts i wasn't very high on on the norwegians coming into the season but uh they proved me wrong, and uh, especially uh, JT Bo. I I did not expect him to be as strong as he was right off the bat. But I mean, yeah, the it men were dominating as yeah. as usual, or a, a, as they always are. And um, I think the Swedes, even though that's you know, mm-hmm. sounds weird to say with um, Ponzi power. <laughs> you know, going for gold and and uh, Hannah winning gold, yeah. but uh, yeah, for the men, I don't know. Samuelson maybe was a little bit of a disappointment, and that and that kind of set the tone for generally yeah. feeling the men, Swedish men, were a little disappointing. But I mean, yeah, Ponsloma was, you know, he was super fast, and he's had that before, shown that before, right? If he shoots well, mm-hmm. then he's mm-hmm. a threat, and hey, he's always got the speed. Yeah. So I, I, it's funny because I had the exact same thought that Samuelson was a disappointment, and then I look back and I think he was top six in every race. But it, he was top six, but it sort of felt like he ended up top six, but was never really in the race. Yeah, and I also like he was the one I expected to come out flying. Yeah. So yeah. maybe that's why. Yeah I, yeah, I need to be careful with the term disappointing because yeah, like you said, he he did he had a good, very good weekend, but just more from what I expected, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah, just, more expectations. Uh, yeah. And then uh, Nicholas Hartwig is, is or Hartwig mm. is uh, hard not to mention. I, I looked him up, 22 years old, and it was, that was his 20th race yeah. on the World Cup level. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So it was, uh, was a big one for me. I was, I was really high on him coming into the year, and uh, he proved me right right away. So Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. It's... If he uh, if he doesn't do anything else the rest of the season, at least I I've got <laughs> that very first race getting a, a second place. So mm-hmm. yeah, he did and, well the and, rest of the weekend too. But yeah, right. And I like the uh, you know there was four Germans in the top twenty, mm-hmm. and well actually five, and Benedict Dole was the the the, the lowest the ranked one. I know. So yeah. it's nice to see that the uh, some of the young ones are are you know. Are, are coming are through. Up. Yeah. If you don't mind, hold your German thoughts for a, a little bit later because I've got I've got something for you on them. Okay. Yep. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention about the men before we leave them behind entirely was we, we look at the relay. Of course, the Norwegian men uh, dominated, but I thought that the the rest of the relay results were kind of interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Of course, Germany being second. Um, you know, we'll we'll come back to them, but the the. Beyond France, you know, you might you might have predicted Nor- Norway, Germany, and France being very good, but then Austria, Czech Republic, Finland, Slovakia, Lithuania, Ukraine, and Sweden rounding out the top ten. Those are some pretty wild, uh, wild results. Lithuania is eighth is just nuts. I know. I mean, that's yeah, incredible. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, congratulations to them. But 
but also seeing Slovakia up there in Ukraine ahead of uh, Sweden. That's kind of neat. Oh, totally. And uh, there was something really odd with the uh, Austrian team. I don't know if you noticed. No, 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 no. Who was, who was the worst shooter oh, on the team? yes, yes, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, never yeah. would have guessed that. So maybe time for... Uh, <laughs> Simon Ada to step aside for the for the oh, the new no. kids on the block, right? No, no, no. I I don't mean I, like I know, get, I'm, I'm, get away, I'm but uh, yeah, I'm being silly. You, you still think of Simon Ada when you think of the yes. men in Austria, yeah. right? So absolutely. But yeah, uh, I, I and and I think the other Austrian men are are sort of getting ready to step outside of a shadow. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's it's. I always feel like in a sport like this to have a an older athlete who's still very, very strong. Mm-hmm. Like that must be such a motivation to, to want to mm-hmm. beat him. Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, I, uh, was going to say that I, I was looking back at my, uh, my preview for the Austrians and, uh, I didn't have a ton of really nice things to say about the rest of the Austrian men. So maybe I won't, <laughs> well, maybe uh, they read it and they're like, yeah, I know. Maybe, wrong. <laughs> I was gonna say, maybe, maybe I won't, uh, <laughs> Maybe I won't. I won't say anything about that. But yeah. Um, but I mean, like yeah. we said earlier, right? It's just one weekend, so yeah, uh, yeah. And look, I would, I would always be happy to be wrong on in that regard. Yeah, I was actually uh, exciting about uh, Finland as well. Mm-hmm. The, uh, oh yeah. I mean, I, all... I know the name Taro Seppala. Obviously, he's been. Uh, yeah. He's had some good results in the past, but the other ones, I, I hardly really recognize their name so because i think one Absolutely. was it uh he healed in solo he did quite well in the individual yes. too yeah so. very well he's 31 years old i didn't realize that hmm. um yeah so he's uh uh yeah he, he did very well in the individual he had a great uh a great week and the, the other thing the Nor- sorry go ahead. i'd say the rest of the finished team though i just don't know a whole lot about no even after no. even after my research on it so your dig yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I was also happy to see that uh, Johannes Dahle had a mm, uh, mm. good start of the weekend. We'll, uh, yes. we'll get into that a bit more. Um, yeah, that maybe yeah, didn't was... end as 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 he'd hoped, but because uh, last last year he only did one weekend, I think, and then he got demoted, right? Immediately demoted he didn't have for a good start, and, so. and and Anderson, yep. Yeah, I was say Anderson had a uh, had a good weekend, but mm-hmm. then, of course Bakken is not racing because of his health issue, right? Yeah, but they do they. I think they have to remove one place um, mm-hmm. from their team yeah. to speak. I think they had an extra place because they won the IBU Cup last the year. Yeah, IBU Cup. Yep. Yeah. So, but I think that's only for this weekend. So, yeah, he may. Well, I was going to say beyond guard, maybe the the odd man out. Hmm. Yeah, although the last race is only the is always the yeah. freshest on people's minds, right? So, absolutely. But. Um, did you want to go through the sprint and the pursuit for the men, and then we'll just go to the women? Uh, sure. Yeah, I mean, JT Bow and Lagride won the sprint, yeah. and they won the pursuit, and that's about yeah. all you need to know. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, same, Adam Rose, same top five uh, both races, but uh, just a slightly different order with three, four, five. Yeah. No, I like the, uh, Adam Ronalds uh, in the top twenty, but unfortunately, yes. he, uh, I don't know the reason, but he couldn't. He did not start for the pursuit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was really unfortunate. Um, but yeah, I also noticed in the pursuit that 
pretty much every space, I guess, between the athletes. 19 seconds, 47 seconds, 112, 120, 132. Like, there's nothing within, you know, yeah. a couple of seconds of each other. No, there was there was pretty pretty decent spacing out there. Yeah. Our guy Nicholas Hartwig had another another good race that uh, in the in the sprint as well. He was 16th or something like that. Uh, yeah, and I looked at the isolated times, and that was also interesting because um, Duchenko. Ah, okay. My, that makes my, sense. My, my apologies. Yeah, he went 59th from, uh, to 18th. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, he was fourth uh, overall if you look at just the isolated time. So, but he started wow. two forty-five behind. So, <laughs> this when, is kind of. When, I say when you said Lithuanian, I thought you were going to mention Strolia, who we talked a little bit about yes. last year. Yeah, I picked and him had up. a had a very solid week as well, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he did top ten in the individual, um, and then he was what eleventh in the in the pursuit. So yeah, and he was sixth uh, isolated time for pursuit. Yeah. So. He's yeah, coming very home. good result. Yeah, uh, that he could be fun to watch this year. Mm-hmm. Well, um, it's nice to see some of the the non typical countries present, yeah, represented, yeah. right? So, well, you mentioned uh, Adam Runnels. So, uh, mm-hmm. and then uh, Jake Brown was twentieth for the Americans, and yeah, in the in the pursuit. And I want to say Sean Doherty was, I think, also twentieth in the sprint. So, um, yeah, yeah, we had some uh, some North good. Americans popping up. Yeah, coming. Just a matter yeah, of time. Yeah, and then we, we mentioned Dala already. He, uh, mm-hmm. I think he had, except for George Koltia from Romania, he, Johannes Dala had the, the last isolated time. But, yeah, if you have nine misses, that's not going to help your uh, your results <laughs> no, that day. I, I'm laughing. It's just, it, it it's hard to watch. You know, it's hard to. Yeah. Yeah, just falling apart. And... That was, yeah, pretty much what That's I had uh, picked out. Yeah. And the women? Anything big for the, the women that stands out for you? There's an obvious answer well, here if you don't say it. Yeah, what I already said, Vitazzi, uh yeah. Great to yeah. see her back. Um, I'm, mm-hmm. I was happy to see Tandravolt, um, you mm-hmm. know, being yes. the, yep. the lead athlete on the Norwegian team and, and delivering. Yep. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that was really nice to see. Um, I think the relay, it just proved that Sweden is going to be really, really a hard time or team to beat. Even yep. when Roisland and Ekhoff come back and, and have a, you know, are back to their, their normal levels. Yeah. I mean, just watching the relay, Hanna and Elvira never seemed like they really kicked it into gear. No. Like they were just sort of on cruise control and they still were pulling away from everybody in the relay and yeah. they, they won by 30 seconds and they didn't really have to push. Yeah, and that's, you know, also nice for the following races, right? When you don't have to go all out. That's, yeah, yeah. You yeah, and I, your you know, Lynn Pearson actually has a had a pretty good weekend as well. And she I don't did. know if you read the uh, Biathlon Insider, but she was one of the people mm-hmm. on the list there. She was. So, uh, proved me right so far. Yes. Like we yeah. said, that Look, can easily change you know, again. But <laughs> We really need to be very good about patting ourselves on the back this year. I'm just going to say it. So uh, every time we uh, we get a good well, prediction. I, yeah, but uh, the article in the <laughs> Biathlon Insider was strictly based on numbers. So nope, um, nope, that, nope, that nope. has no predictive value at all. It's just looking you at the numbers. Are gonna pat, you're going to pat yourself on the back for this one, aren't you? All right, all right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say, speaking of the Norwegians, though, the, the pictures of them after the race... They all looked extremely happy, which I thought was very neat. 
because um, you can mm-hmm. see the Norwegians being, you know, upset that they didn't win, or but they were all they were all just looked overjoyed. So that was kind of nice to see. Yeah, and I know this is going to sound harsh, but you know that this is not the strongest Norwegian team if everything mm-hmm. was yeah. in quotes normal. So yeah. you know to pull in third mm-hmm. um, to maybe prove some people that uh, you know. We may not have the strongest team, but we're still strong. I think that's pretty exciting. And, and I also think um, um, Ekhoff being out of the loop, and yeah, we've talked about this so many times, but uh, mm-hmm. obviously something going on between uh, yeah. Ekhoff and Tandervolt and then Roisland, who seems to have been training kind of separate from the from the group mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, maybe these four that are now the core of this team are, are getting really close to each other and and that would be awesome for the could, future uh, yeah and then uh yeah the sprint race was nothing really that exciting i guess hey no, no we can pass yeah, right over we can pass that. <laughs> i mean uh lunder fourth you know that was pretty Actually, exciting so but I, other than that no other than that no 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 but but uh uh lunder had an amazing weekend and i and i mm-hmm. do want to come back to hauser because that's what we're obviously joking about but uh i she just looked great and i know she yeah. said her her career best in the sprint but even the pursuit by itself would have been her career best as well it just absolutely, yeah. an absolutely phenomenal weekend for her um, and strong skiing especially yes uh, i mean they always shoot fast canadians and then you know if you have a good day but in the past that would still sometimes lead to 10th position so to uh, mm-hmm. to come in that high now it's uh was it was really fun to watch her to actually Fun to watch her in the pursuit because she was going head to head with, you know, Simone and and Beer and Vitazzi and uh, Hauser was there and, yeah. um, you know, she would she was she wasn't getting dropped at all on the laps like maybe she would yeah, lose no. one second but she was yeah, right was there exactly she was hanging it. with them yeah. that was just really 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 amazing to see so, um, you know uh, that was yeah great great weekend for Canadian biathlon absolutely. Um, and then, and then, of course, Lisa Hauser with the sprint. And and I joked about this when it happened, but uh, if anybody saw that coming after the individual race, like that would have been, hmm. like, they were all lying because she did not look great in the individual. But then, I don't know where it came from in the sprint. I mean, obviously she shot clean, but she she skied well also. So that yeah, was nice okay. to see. It's always funny because she doesn't look very fast because <laughs> she just has a very slow tempo and yeah, but yeah, so powerful apparently. So. Uh... Yeah, and and it kind of um, it seemed like the cameras kind of missed her. Yeah, they did. Or 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 the commentators, because by the time they started talking about her, they she was already, you know, really. I think she had shot both shootings, so then she just had to kind of go to the finish. That's when I at least noticed mm-hmm. that they were talking about her. But um, it, I was going to ask yeah. you, by the way. Um, yeah, you've been lucky with uh, Chad. Is mm-hmm. it Samoa? Yeah, Samoa, yeah. Uh, for the last couple of seasons. How did you like the uh, the IBU Eurovision feed? Uh, I think Chad would be a great addition to their, to their group. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was... Uh, I, I, what I really do like about that feed is that often it runs when one race finishes and then you see the, mm-hmm. the zeroing and stuff and I yep. uh, yeah, yeah. posted some, some pictures... Uh, <laughs> on Twitter that that caused quite a, a very interesting uh, discussion. 
About I actually thought that was fascinating. That was probably one of the best discussions of the weekend. But well, and I got to a point where I was like, oh my god, I hope not that there's not going to be you know a couple of well-known athletes or former athletes. So like, dude, you know, have you never seen this before? But <laughs> it was great to learn what it was actually about. But uh, that I was uh, was kind of happy that it wasn't completely off off there. So. By the way, I'm going to go back to I'm going to go back to Houser for a second because I can't stay away from her for that long. But um, uh, I asked what you people a question. can't see on this podcast is that he has <laughs> surrounded himself with the Austrian flag and uh, a couple of life size cutouts next to yeah. him. So, uh, yeah, actually, you know, we need to post the uh, the Photoshop. Um, <laughs> I don't uh, think, but that that will put our chance of having her on the podcast at, <laughs> to, at to zero plain zero yeah. <laughs> might still be 0. 0.5 now but when we get her on the podcast then we'll post the photoshop all right so uh, i asked you a question last week and i said over under for for hauser uh 1.5 races that she wins well she's already got one uh so you're looking very good <laughs> to hit your over on that one yeah yeah just to start yeah um and then and then also looking at the women, I I think that uh, I mentioned this earlier, but I think we all would have predicted Elvira Weber to, to have gotten a win, um, probably or a second. But uh, she didn't. She was very nice, and she threw some misses in there to give some other people some chances, including mm-hmm. her sister, uh, who won the individual race, which was very neat. Um, Although I'd like then, to remind you that I um, you did you already did. felt. I had a feeling that Hannah might be doing uh, better than Elvira this year, but well, you're not wrong so far. Just yeah, uh, just one week, but uh, yeah. It, it, it wouldn't that be cool if they would fight it out for the yes for yeah. the globe, but yeah, yeah. especially yeah. coming down the last weekend. Yeah, and some story comes out that they're not talking to each other anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we don't. We don't want. We don't want any. Of no, that. no, not at all. Um, but uh, and then I was going to say the I, I think the pursuit was my favorite race of the of the weekend and even though Houser she she shot herself in the foot there with the late miss but um, mm-hmm. it was very neat you had this like core group that were always together at the front um, yeah there was never a moment where somebody was way ahead or um, where the race looked like it was it was getting a little bit out of hand but you you always there were like four or five women that were always there at the front and um, it was always the the pressure was on they had to shoot clean because. Nobody, nobody was missing. I mean, everybody was holding it together. Yeah, uh, you know, right, right to the end. So that, I thought that was that was really neat. It put people, uh, put people under pressure. Yeah, absolutely. And and um, you know, kind of a, a nice comeback from Oberg uh, again. Elvira. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, Marketa Davidova mm-hmm. had another good race. Um, mm-hmm. I note, I noted down the uh, just in general the German team. Um, did did well again. Maybe not ideal in the pursuit, but at least a sprint as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Lots yep. of Germans up there. So yeah, it was, uh, it's it's yeah. I mean, we've said this number number of times. It is only the first week, but it is kind of setting the expectations for the next week, right? Yes, absolutely. And uh, and and I think we should give credit. We I don't even know if we mentioned her, but Julie Simone actually did come out of that group with a win. Um, oh yeah, to yeah. cap. Cap pretty good week, right? I think she was, mm-hmm. uh, I think fifth in the individual, and um, you know the sprint wasn't as good. But then she she came back from sixteenth uh, place to to win in the pursuit. I mean, then perfect shooting. We know she's got the speed. If she's going to shoot like that, then yeah, she and could she be was right clean there in the, the, the mix for the globe too. In the relay, right? 
Yeah, she was. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's. Uh, I'm really, and yeah, she had only one miss in the in the individual as well. Um, I would, we we talked about her as well. That if she can, you know, put mm-hmm. multiple weekends together uh, without really any big uh, yeah. shooting issues, then you know she could be really strong and. Of course, now we have to see if uh, this is one of those incidental weekends where she's strong, or if, uh, yeah. if she can uh, keep it up. Yep. And there's always Australia, this so. thing where if this weekend was like the fifth weekend of the year, then maybe we wouldn't be as excited about some of these things. But with, mm-hmm. with it being the first weekend of the year, and you see her shoot like that, and you just think, "Oh my gosh, man! If she could do that all year, I mean, she could she could be yeah. in the fight for the globe." Absolutely. Same thing, of course, with Matazzi or, you know, any of these, but, yeah. And then uh, some of our friends from the pod, Lotta Lee, had a great mm-hmm. individual. And I think I read on Twitter, I didn't double check it, but uh, that she was clean the whole weekend as the only athlete. She was clean the entire weekend, yep. Clean the entire weekend. Uh, yep. A personal best of 10th and a Belgian women best of 10th as well uh, well, in the individual. Yep. So that's awesome. And I noticed a couple uh, of uh, Belgian men as well higher yes, up in the, in yeah. the ranking. So, yep. uh, that new, so uh, she, that new she said this. area. She said this, right? She, yeah. she said that she was pretty high on the. And of course, what is she going to say? You know, we're going to come in and be terrible. But no, she was really <laughs> high on the on the Belgian team coming into yeah. the season, though. Yeah. yeah I'll no, have to go was, back uh, and look at their coaching staff um, to see if there are any changes or something. But yeah, maybe it's the the new training center. I don't know, but they they all look really good. And then our um, uh, fitness center builder, uh, Baiba Bendika, yes. uh, great yes. skiing. She was... I'm glad that you mentioned them both back-to-back because they tied for the exact same time in the sprint. Right. So they started off together, right, in the pursuit. And they actually ended up within, I think it was like, what, two seconds of each other in the eight seconds of each other in the pursuit. So they were, <laughs> they were like attached at the hip for <laughs> two days. Maybe we should have sold them. They are assault, uh, given them those, uh, remember we talked about the sponsorship, one penalty, and then the other <laughs> says loop. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. Uh, should, should we say it now or should we hold it for later? Which one? Uh, bye bye. Is going to be joining us for uh, oh, yeah. a, a okay. little midweek uh, update uh, this week and hopefully throughout the season just to kind of give us the insights yes. of uh, how yeah. things are going on the World Cup. So uh, these are going to be short little uh, interviews that we're going to be putting out on Wednesdays. Hopefully just uh, you do the re- recording, quick editing and put it out so you guys can listen yep. to it. Uh, honestly, should not be 20 to 30 minutes at most. And, um, yep. and then yeah, that uh, will be so, super exciting. Yeah, Although so, she might so, be too busy with with, uh, with now the with her fitness center in the <laughs> in the hotels because you know all those athletes are uh, are, are uh, they've heard about it now. So I know, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that's why I want to know. I want pictures to see what it looks like. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're hope, so so she should be with us. She's already agreed to do it. And then we're there. We got a uh, hopefully maybe uh, one or two other people who might be mm-hmm. joining us as well. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And it's uh, you know that's a big part of of. Uh, when we started originally is, is uh, we just wanted to get a bit more insight of what, mm-hmm. what happens yep. there. Right. I mean, it was one of our standard yes. questions was always like, what do you do when you're not racing? And yes, how do you get through your times when, you know, you're just done with your practice and, and you're just lying in bed and, and waiting for the race the next day. 
So and I think it's, they all uh, said they're doing nothing. So now they can join us. We know they have yeah, no, excuse. no more excuses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything yeah. else from the uh, from the races themselves before we head on? No, I was a little disappointed that nobody dropped the pole uh, for Strolly to pick up. Um, <laughs> I think that could have been a nice tradition, but uh, no, other well, than that, nothing. Uh, we'll see. We'll see in the mass start. Maybe, maybe they're yeah. holding it for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did. Uh, I did just uh, want to. Uh, I have the the top twenties pulled up here for the for the overall. Um, and to nobody's surprise, uh, uh, JT Bo is number one. Uh, mm-hmm. Bride is second, but. Um, I did, like I mentioned this earlier, but uh, Lisa Batazzi, currently the yellow jersey wearer for the women, and I just think it's a really cool thing. And then uh, Julia Simone and Hannah Uyberg, and then Ingrid Tangervold, uh, yeah. uh, number four. So you mentioned her earlier, but uh, she's now the standard bearer for the Norwegians, and look, right there she is. And I'm not sure if... Um so I'm I'm looking at Real Biathlon and I saw an email come by that he is going to put a button where you can sort of compare last year's scoring system with mm. this year's, but it yeah. might be only well, for patrons uh, huh. or members, I suppose. But uh, I don't know. I'd have to look that up again. But uh, yeah, I mean, in a in a way, it's kind of irrelevant. Um, but at the same time, it it still be interesting to see what the differences are. But yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, all right. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to mention that, and we'll we'll just uh, we'll keep an eye on that. I, I I'm not going to be doing the power rankings on the podcast at least this year. So that's just kind of our our uh, little little check in on the on the top tens. Anybody else that we missed that we wanted to mention something about? Um, I did right. actually um, wanted to say that uh, Jacqueline Emilien Jacqueline had a, a good start of the season. I was happy to see that. Um, he did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I. Quentin Fionnier maybe not as strong as he'd hoped, but uh, maybe he's yes. just warming up for another season of dominance. Who knows? But he always starts out his first weekend is always weird. Yeah, yeah. And so we'll see. I'm I'm not gonna jump up and down. No, no. Yet, but but uh, yeah. Yodely. Um, this actually it's, uh, uh, leads me to uh, next thing I wanted to mention was I I, I categorize this as breakout candidates, but. Uh, really, these are just young people or people who who are performing better than than anticipated, and um, and and I mentioned this in regards to the uh, overall rankings because number five and number six right now are David Zobel and Nicholas Hartwig, uh, who are Hartwig, who we mentioned earlier, and um, you know two guys who are what mid mid late twenties and. Uh, had a really great weekend, so I think we should just mm-hmm. uh, take a moment to, to recognize him. And the um, Eric Perrault, the friend, mm-hmm. he's a very young yes. guy, right? Very. I think young, he yeah. had a very uh, he had a very strong season. And I'm just looking up the New Zealand guy, Campbell Wright. Ah, oh, he's Campbell in Wright, fortieth with 18 points so far. Um, he's in fortieth, but I think his was it his pursuit or the sprint. One of those days, he had a uh, pretty solid day. Yeah, sprint. Sprint to uh, yeah. yeah. Campbell Wright, by the way, is uh, he trained with the Americans this this summer? It looks like so. Uh, okay. we're going to count him as an honorary American. And I was just going to say the North American teams. I mean, uh, they have some very young people, both on the men and uh, women's side. So mm-hmm. I mean, there was definitely some uh, 
less encouraging results, but at the same time, if you figured that for some of these, mm -hmm. these were the first races they ever did on the World Cup, um, Absolutely. it's great to see them get that experience. Yep. Um, so. For example, I would say, uh, uh, what was her name? Chloe Levins uh, made the pursuit. Uh, that mm -hmm. was neat to see. She is... Um, she's uh, very young, right? I think she's... Maybe she's not as young as I thought she was, but she's like 23-ish, uh, 24-ish. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, for the for the American women also, uh, there is uh, Tara Garrity-Motes, the uh, Nordic combined mm -hmm. How uh, did she do? Because I, I, performer I must admit I haven't really uh, seen her results. In the, in the sprint, uh, uh, not surprisingly, her issues were on the range. She had three misses. Um, mm. But yeah, not just getting her feet wet a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I also, have you seen um, how um, Stina Nielsen did? Uh, I did not. And uh, I didn't make a mention of her, but uh, it was sort of off the... I'm scrolling right now. Uh, 42nd in the individual. Okay. Um, which, how many shots did she miss? Oh, I already, I already flipped away. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I just... Uh, oh, there was something else the other day that I read somewhere, either on a news page or on Twitter. And it's, it, it sometimes gives me the feeling that people just kind of expect her to be a top athlete. And I, as much as I think that would be great for her, I just, it, it, it kind of feels like it's almost underappreciating good shooters. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously she's yep. a, she could skier, but um, yeah. although also not as strong maybe as people would have expected um yeah. being a sprint world champion but um yeah i just don't like it it kind of feels like there's the expectation that she'll be one of the strongest swedish biathletes in the next year or two and i just feel you know obviously she has some very stiff competition for that position anyway um with the three or four in front or ahead of her but um i don't know yeah, I'm, I'm sure if she has a great day on the range with her speed, she can win a race or podium a race like she proved last year. But I'm not I'm not on that bandwagon just quite yet with uh, with expecting that much from her. I agree. Um, you know, she had the one podium last year and everyone mm -hmm. was sort of flipping out about how amazing she was. Um, and uh, I think that. Yeah, I agree. It, just to expect that of her, I, it's a lot. I mean, biathlon is definitely more than than. You know, look, if you could choose to have great ski speed, you would do it in a heartbeat, right? But it's a, it's we we have mentioned this all summer long and all season long. But it's this crazy sport where you have to not only ski, but then you have to shoot, and then there's other mm -hmm. things that go on go on too. I it just I agree that uh, to expect her to suddenly be able to master the the shooting aspect of it is is a lot. And then, yeah. uh, like Christian Wolf mentioned, if you're going to put all the time into shooting now that you never had to do before, your skiing will necessarily suffer. So right. Right. It, you're not just going to be able to maintain that amazing ski form. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's uh, a lot to expect. Yeah. Did you, uh, by chance, now that we're, we're speaking of uh, cross-country skiers that transitioned over, uh, Anna Maria Lampic uh, on the IBU Cup? I was trying to find her, but uh, I... I couldn't quickly she so, had uh, uh i remember on the the very first race uh she was like sixth um okay 
or maybe she was, yeah, she was sixth. Um, so that was, and that was even with four misses, which is crazy. Um, I guess everybody it's else around her had <laughs> zero or one. Yeah. <laughs> um, the rest of the weekend wasn't quite as strong, but yeah, that was, uh, and sorry, what nation is she from? She is Slovenian. Slovenian. Okay. Oh, so she went, she had sixth, and then she had a 15th, a 32nd, and an 18th, which honestly, not bad. No. Um, she was 32nd in the individual, and that included five misses on her last shooting. Wow. Because, so. you know, if you think about it, um, well, I, I don't know her history, but um, she only switched after last season, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, because I read about... Um, uh, is it Garrity Motes, the, mm-hmm. the U.S. Yep. girl? Yep. That yep. she did biathlon before she switched to uh, she Nordic Combined? Yep. So, I mean, yeah. at least she had some uh, some experience with that. Yeah, uh, so she wasn't just, like, right, so she wasn't just a Nordic Combined competitor. She actually won the, the World Cup, you know, for the mm-hmm. women's Nordic Combined. So she's she's very good. Just for wasn't anybody she who also an Olympic champion? She was, yep. Yeah, yeah. so it's uh, pretty wild. Um, uh, we talked earlier about the uh, different scoring system. I noticed that on uh, Real Biathlon, he just posted an article about the new Biathlon point system. So mm-hmm. I haven't read it yet, but uh might be interesting to check out. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So. And especially if he's able to, to put it up there where you can flip back and forth. This will be mm-hmm. kind of an interesting, interesting year to be able to see. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I had uh, I had just two last women that I was following this weekend. Um, Sophia Schneider. Uh, she had a great weekend. First real uh, World Cup exposure and she uh, she she had, what, a couple of really high finishes. Um, she even uh, tricked, oh no, it was Anna, Anna uh, Vidal, Vidal, who Viva yeah. uh, uh, Bendika thought was uh, Francisco Porto, which I thought was very funny, but... Um, but no, uh, yeah, Sophia Schneider also imp- impressed by Ben. Hopefully, we'll be able to hear more about that. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Yep. Yeah, they just uh, generally then, had a had a good uh, weekend. Yeah, the Germans. Yep. Any other thoughts? Nope. I think uh, that sums it up for me. All right, now I've got. Uh, so this is a, a little game I want to play. It's called. Uh, true, maybe true, or that's ridiculous. And I'm just going to make some statements, basically, where we have to decide uh, just just that. Um, and and hopefully this will lead to a little bit of conversation too. So, okay. um, all, all right. So uh, number one, uh, and I had you uh, uh, sort of hold on to this, but um, right now Germany has the best team when you take into consideration both the men and the women. And I have to say if that's true or false, kind of? or True, maybe true, or ridiculous. Oh, well, I don't think it's ridiculous, but uh, I, I also don't think it's true. So maybe yeah, true. Yeah, maybe true. Yeah, kind of in the middle. I agree. Okay. But I really wanted to use that to just kind of, as a springboard, to, to mention the Germans have had a really solid weekend. Mm-hmm. It just seemed like they, the the maybe the flashiness wasn't there, but... It just seemed like they had so many really solid athletes. And that was without uh, Preutz? Yeah, right? It just seemed like every race there was, you know, four or five Germans in the top 20. I, I 
and you mentioned the I, it was it the sprint or the pursuit where Benedict Ohl was the the fifth of five Germans. Yeah, the slowest German. Yeah, or yeah. Yeah, it's just and, you know, and, and the same thing with the um, you know with the with the women. It just seemed like, of course, uh, uh, Denise uh, Herman Wick uh, was was up there. Uh, but then I mentioned Sophia Schneider was there. Um, who else? Uh, oh, uh, Vogt was was of course she had a couple of top tens, mm-hmm. um, including I think she had a did she have a podium with the um, in the in, in individual race or a fourth place? Um, but it's just and she's and, in the top ten on the ranking, I think the total yeah. ranking. Yeah. Uh, well, and the men, yeah, so Proch is not there, and uh, Vanessa Hintz is not there either. Like the yeah. the, the well known yeah. names. Or some exactly. of the well-known names are not even there. So, do you know um, is Preutz sick, or she was sick? Yeah, she she was sick just before the, uh, hmm. the race was started. I think she was supposed to start the individual, and then like that day, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. And that's um, always been a problem for her, right? She yeah. seemed to always like she's done really well every year, but she always seems to have a bit of a yes. sickness going on for one or two weekends, and then. Well, especially, uh, I think, with the scoring system, it's going to hurt her even more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you miss a weekend and you're so far behind that you pretty much have to hope other people do. And then uh, Anna Vital. I mean, uh, she was good enough to trick Viva, you know? I mean, that dude who's a a keen eye. You know, and and we're laughing about it a little bit. You need to stop rubbing that in because we haven't talked to her yet on the I think it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. Uh, and then on the men's side, right on the men's side, uh, uh, Roman Reese had an incredible weekend. David Zobel was up there. Uh, Johannes Kuhn had a couple of you know top twenties. It was just I, I just I couldn't. And then the the relay coming in second. They just mm-hmm. were there every single race. There was a German flag near the top. I thought that was neat. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um. All right, here's our second one. Mm-hmm. The women's overall is a wide open race. True, maybe true, or ridiculous. True. Ridiculous, and uh, you think true, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Elvira did not show the dominance that uh, I think everyone expected this weekend. Yeah, and... and Maybe not everyone, but... I mean, Elvira and I think Hannah will definitely be part of that um, Mm -hmm. season-long race, but yeah, I I don't think we'll have a... Of a very dominant performance by one, and yeah, you know, are decided by Christmas or something. I don't think I that's going to happen. I agree, and we talked about how that hopefully was not going to be the case. But I mm-hmm. think that just too many athletes came out looking strong, right? And and Batazzi obviously looked amazing. Uh, Simone had the win. Hauser had a win already. Um, Vera was really it, strong. Oh, Vera was really strong. Uh, Volk was up there. Yeah. Um, Davidova didn't have the greatest weekend, but she was up there too. I, I just, I think there are going to be a lot more women fighting for wins this year than just uh, yeah, Elvira and Hannah. Agreed. All right. Um, number three. The <laughs> all right. Uh, the Norwegian men will win every single relay this year. <laughs> no, <laughs> I know that's ridiculous. Uh, I <laughs> I agree, but it just I, I can't remember the last time they lost. Yeah, I, 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 I will. There's definitely when I said that's ridiculous. I will say that I would not be surprised at all if they do it anyway. But yeah, um, no, nah, I, I don't know. Yeah, to expect it is too much. But I think the last time they lost was last year when they had several guys resting. Uh, mm. 
But uh, and didn't yeah. they still come in second or something? Then they still had a really great race. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> they just have so they have so much depth. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, if 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 I mean, Taryabo even had a pretty crummy weekend relative mm-hmm. to his expectations. We didn't talk about him at all, but. Uh, if uh, Christensen is gonna is gonna be top ten level, and then you've got Lagride and <laughs> JT Bow at the top, I don't know. Yeah, you know what are you gonna do? And can you remind um, me? Uh, Bucken is out for quite a while, right? Like he has. Yeah, serious I would imagine. I would medical. imagine that if we see him, it's gonna be after January or after uh, holiday break. Okay. Best. Yeah. Um, he if he sat out the whole year, it wouldn't totally surprise me, but mm. he should. He. Sh- Presumably should be feeling better enough to be training now. I just haven't right. heard anything about it. But right. Um, all right. Uh, speaking of um, speaking of Norwegian men, JT Bow is the heavy, heavy, heavy favorite for the men's overall. Hmm. I'll sit in the middle on that one. Yeah, I maybe just... true. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. We haven't seen we haven't seen uh, QFM yet, really. I mean, we no, have seen him, but we haven't seen him really perform. And he can yeah, always go I, through a I stretch mean, where he doesn't shoot as well. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, no. And I, with the I, new I, scoring system, if somebody you know, if, if QFM does or if Jacqueline does go on a run where they win like three out of six races, they're going to make up a lot of ground real quick. Yeah, but I think if you're the rest of the squad or the rest of the the male competitors you were not real pleased with how well he came oh. out this weekend <laughs> uh, you're like oh here we go again i know yeah. i know this is yeah this is this is it um should the related uh should french fans panic about the performance of their men no yeah i think they always parole and yeah. the young guy coming coming in and strong and uh jacqueline up there Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like you said, QFM apparently is uh, is is always a bit of a slow starter. Yeah, I, I, I never remember him racing well. For that's ridiculous. Ever. That's I I agree. That's ridiculous. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Um, all right, and the last one I had for you was uh, this is going to be the best year for North American biathlon in recent memory. Ooh, I hope so. Yeah. But I don't, especially with Claire Egan and Susan Dunkley yeah. just retiring, um, and uh, Scott Gow. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it's ridiculous, but uh, that's more because I hope yeah. That, yeah. that they can do it. But uh, yeah, it's hard because there were a couple of really great seasons from the North Americans recently. The the, the Canadian men with the relay win was that four or five years ago now and well what anyway, if I dude. say um, for the North American teams this is the first year of a build up to Olympic mm. success now that I would that I would say is true I yeah. I would buy that I there are just a lot of young athletes especially Canadians um, yeah they are they're a young group yeah I I mentioned her last week but uh pascal parody mm-hmm. came in and actually looked very good on the ibu cup and then for her first races on that level i'm going to try to pull these up right now um 
I was just, I was really, I was high on her coming into this season, and then I was really happy to see her come in and perform right away. I thought it might take a couple of weeks just to get her, her feet underneath her. Yeah. So yeah. she went 16th uh, in the uh, sprint, 24th in pursuit, 18th in the individual, and then there was, I guess, a second sprint, and she got 26th in that. I mean, those are, that's solid for, what mm-hmm. is she? She was born in 2002, so she's uh, just 20. Yeah, I I just don't remember a well man or woman that young performing that well for a North American team. At, well, that's the thing, right? In North America, they usually don't even get to the level when they're when they're twenty. Yeah, because they're so, just typically later later bloomers, if you can call it that. Yeah, or late late starters with the sport. So yeah, I just I'm, I, I I think that eventually I I know that Canada has already set their squad for the first. You know the first trimester, basically, but mm-hmm. I hope that we see her just get one race, like one weekend of racing on the World yeah. Cup. Not, not because I expect her to come out and win, but just I think that it'd be fun to see her out there just to get her the experience. Just I really hope that it's not going to be in February that she'll be on the World <laughs> Cup. <laughs> I know, yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah. Oh man, I'm, just the thought of I've uh, so I have biathlon tomorrow night, and the weather is. I think they say uh, minus twenty two for the the lowest for the night. Now we we start at six thirty, so it's not that cold. But then with the wind and man, last year they had the snowmaker machine that was like blowing into our neck, and <laughs> <laughs> it was cold and miserable. But uh, um, if so, so if she is still in the IBU Cup come February, mm-hmm. I would like to see if we can talk to her then. Oh, that would yeah. be that would be on my on my wish list. Of We're going to be wanna... so busy. I know because <laughs> I did the uh, the range course, uh, which is I'm not sure if it's a requirement, but it's really helpful if you want to help out with uh, events as a volunteer. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, somebody on my team was asking, "Oh, are you going to volunteer at the IBU Cup?" And, I, and my first genuine response is, "Oh, I'm going to be way too busy because <laughs> you know I got to interview all these people and." Uh, probably do some live podcast and, and that kind of oh thing. Oh my gosh. So. Well, we're totally, yeah. We're going to be a IBU only podcast for, or IBU cup only podcast for that week. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I went through my list right here and I, I, I tried to, because of this, especially I have been trying to keep an eye on the IBU cup this weekend and, and there mm-hmm. were like five, five women I wrote down or five, I should say five, uh, five individuals I wrote down as people I wanted to, to interview. And it's only been, right. it's only been one week. <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be uh, busy. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be so much fun, though. Maybe we can just sleep over excited. at Matthias. Didn't he offer that? He did actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, only it's yeah, just a little over two months away. Mm-hmm. It's getting it's, it's uh, going quick. It is. It's uh, it's my my birthday is middle of February, so it's right after my birthday. So it's a good uh, oh okay, good birthday celebration. Yeah, no kidding. Anything, Anything else, else that we didn't hit? No, <laughs> we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, the, um, it's, uh, it's good to be back to our, uh, as much as I enjoyed the uh, the summer interviews, it's good to be yeah. back to the to the regular uh, podcast again. It is, so. yeah, and uh, I I will, um, I think we're going to try to keep it a little bit loose this year, if that's okay with you, with mm-hmm. uh, our, it, I, I just, uh, especially with, um, with uh, some of these races starting so early, I don't know how many of them we're going to get to watch live. Um, yeah so uh you know 
world uh, world championships. We'll, I you know, I'll do my best to watch live. But um, yeah, I think we're going to be we're going to kind of uh, a little well, loose. Let's, uh, yeah, we'll do what we can. Yeah, we will. And uh, and then remember, we're going to be talking to Biba. Uh, maybe yes. we'll still yep. try to lock down a time, but we'll try to get that out. Uh, hopefully on Wednesday before the races start. Sounds good. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. All right, man. Take night. care. Take Have care. Good night. Bye. Bye.